and then examining trends Listen to two best friends, you have the word on the strings Podcast where we unpack straight culture and let our flag flag fly. I'm Sam and I'm Joe. In the morning, in the morning, with Sam and Joe. <laughs> I I feel like I'm so influenced by Mikey and Big Bob. Uh, just like they're just like the second and third souls that are like injected into my neck. They, uh, absolutely, they were a huge. Huge Pittsburgh influence. Kiss FM 96.1. Any other Pittsburgh uh, ladies in the chat, let us know. Uh, <laughs> Tall Kathy girl, like, these are the names. True, Tall Kathy. But I feel like, especially because I would listen to Mikey and Big Bob when I was, like, waking up and still, like, figuring out which direction was which in the car on my way to school. Like, I feel right. like, even though the dr- drive to school was only five minutes, I mean, <laughs> it really impacted who I am. And it's like those five minutes, they found ways to like make fun of callers and also have a song. Like there's a lot that radio jockeys do. Stuff of us, uh, 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 someone from Balanox, all these things. (laughs) The 11 foot Frank and Oprah. Yeah. Cake in the break room, a classic. This means (laughs) nothing to so many people and I love it. But it inspired us to become radio personalities. It really did. I do like radio. I just wish, like, they weren't as mean to the guests. I feel like a lot of the time, it's, like, make the caller look like an idiot. Mm. Or maybe it used to be. Is radio less mean-spirited now? I'm not sure. Like, I really only listen to podcasts, like I said. Like, I'm not really listening to... I mean, that's kind of the same thing. Uh, It's different, though. But... Uh, 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 no, I have no idea what, uh, Mike, I think they've chilled out a lot as they've grown older. Like, they're still doing yeah. their shows, specifically if we're talking Mikey and Big Bob. Like, yeah. we were talking about them doing a show 20 years ago, and they're still doing it, so. Uh, and now they're, like, fathers and yeah, yeah, for sure. Joe, what's up? Oh, my gosh. Well, I went to a wedding last night. It was really fun. It was really gay. Who got married? My friend Raquel and Jesse, her fiance. Where did you meet them? I met them on the movie I was working on this summer. Wow. Okay. So you got in good with Raquel. Yes, I did. It was, well, we've been, we worked on that one movie together and now we are on another project together. So we have spent like a lot of time together over the past couple months. Gotcha. And... I, like, helped organize a little bridal shower at work for her. So she was like, oh, you should come to the real thing. And I was like, okay, I'd love to. It was really cute. And it was at this labyrinth that Sam's mom took us to. And we were like, what, like, fucking 10? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, there's, like, a labyrinth in Pittsburgh by one of the rivers. Uh, it's a it's a full, it's like a 2D labyrinth. Like, it's all on the ground. But it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it's like a meditative walking circle. It was beautiful. And that's where I learned that labyrinths are not really mazes. They're like things where if you go around it all the way, you eventually get back to where you were. T, which is something I didn't know either, but I do love. Like, there's something very beautiful about them. Yeah, they look crazy, but there's a method to the madness. 
tea. And okay, at the end of the at the end of like the vows and the ceremony and shit, they got like the bridal party put up these things in the air that looked like like party poppers, you know, that you do on like not those kind of poppers, the other poppers where you like pull the string. Yeah. And they were smoke bombs in a rainbow organization. You know what I mean? Like the rainbow wow. colors of smoke yeah. started pouring out. And I was like, <gasps> I gagged. It was very yay and very, it was a rainbow reveal. The level of detail that goes into that. Yeah. To have it, it not really only fun. have to be smoke, but in a specific color, in a specific pattern. Like it was gaggy. Yeah. It was very nice. fun. Oh my God. And some of the flower girls, well, they like weren't flower girls, but they did like a dance down the aisle and it was sickening. It was like interpretive and very fun. It was a very fun wedding. Beautiful. Yeah. How are you, Sammy? How is lamb? How is your lamb? Thank you for asking. (laughs) Not enough people have been specifically asking me to talk about lamb because How's your lamb? No, I'm really going to bring it up. Uh, Look, (laughs) Friday night, after work, me, Mike, Conti, Saragar, Sarah Lefebvre met up at the 34th Street AMC to see a 7.45 p.m. showing of Lamb. And honestly, the movie started at 8, which 15 minutes of previews is really not that bad in this day and age. So it really already got off to a Rick Rollicking start. But then the movie A24's Lamb started, and I was transported to another planet called Iceland, (laughs) <laughs> where I watched the story of a beautiful man and wife uh, who are sheep farmers uh, in this very isolated area uh, be gifted with uh, a chance at a new start in happiness. Uh, and, and for an hour and 45 minutes, I watched the greatest film known to man, Lamb. Um, and none of this is irony. I literally, I loved the film uh, and highly recommend anyone go see it. It is really good. You crazy for this one. No, 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 no. You haven't seen it and you don't understand. Like, no, no, no. The movie's phenomenal. Um, Highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. It's just weird because, like, this... Like, when I saw the preview, I was like, oh, this looks like a movie I would love. But I didn't think it would be a movie you would love. It looks... Isn't it like a horror movie? Honestly, no. I was told that it was a horror movie before we saw it, and then I was watching, and I was like, I don't know. Something big must happen in the last one second of the film. Uh, it's, it, I get, it's a little, like, creepy, but I wouldn't call it a horror movie. There's, like, latent sus- uh, suspense, but no. And also, I've really come around on horror movies of late, I would say, over the past, like, two years, sort of just, like, I don't... I'm not not going to watch one anymore, you know what I mean? I feel the same way about, like, horror movies that I do about Mustard. I'm sort of like, okay, like, I can't believe I didn't like this for so long, and now I've really got to start appreciating it. Yeah, I feel that about Mustard 100. (laughs) Mustard was like, as a kid, I was like, what the fuck is this spicy yellow liquid? Like, get that shit off my sandwich. But And now I'm like, I can't believe I ever thought this was worse than ketchup and i feel the same way about salt and pepper like i salt i used to not like pep i used to not use the pepper like almost at all and use salt all the time and now i'm like never put salt on anything use pepper a hundred percent of the time okay i'm just like girl pass the grape poupon 
Yeah, hundred percent. And honestly, yellow or literally like a uh, honey mustard, like all oh, kinds of mustard. You know, honey mustard is better than regular mustard and yeah. ketchup. It's, uh, but it's like few and far between. Like not all places carry honey mustard. But otherwise, I've had a really good week. Um, Mike got here Saturday, like last Saturday, so he's been here for a bit. Uh, we went to a Britney Spears-themed dance party uh, that honestly was it was not billed correctly. Right, <laughs> we right. went to it was actually just '90s night at the Bell House, um, and it was called a free Britney dance party. And I've expressed this to you, but they really we were there for four hours, and then they put, they played seven Britney Spears songs. And it's just like if you're gonna bill it, and after every single Britney Spears song, the crowd cheered. They yeah. were like, play more of this. We want more of this energy. And then, then they would play like the slowest male artist, 90s or early 2000s song. And it's literally just like, how are you not reading the room? People are like leaving as soon as you put this on after like literally knocking down walls to toxic. Yeah, that is so homophobic. It's like, who was the DJ? Why were they terrible? And... Obviously, they were not a gay man. Yeah, clearly. But we had a nice time still. Like, we had a really great time dancing. Mike Satrola was there. He, His boyfriend was there. Uh, you know, it was it was good. Um, I love it. Yeah. But otherwise, it's been a lot of media this week, really, just, like, trying to stay on top of things. Like, I'm six episodes in the Squid Game. Don't spoil me. Uh, it's so good. There's uh, a squid. It, uh, okay. I, I don't even know if that's it. true. I have not seen it. Yeah, Jenna told me she's going to try to get you to watch, and I was like, good luck. Uh <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, my roommate already watched it, so it's like there's a 90% chance I'm not going to watch it. But I should, and maybe I will. <laughs> Captivating stuff. Uh, and I watched the Sopranos prequel uh which was fine. I wouldn't say that you need to be a Sopranos fan, and I didn't get... Uh, anything out of it by being a Sopranos fan, uh, and I'm playing Metroid Dread, which is fun. Love that lady with the Powerball. Is it Samus? Yeah. Yeah. She's a queen. She uh, is, girl. Oh my god, how do you feel about Sora being added to Okay, okay, literally. There's just been so many things I already, I forgot that that had even occurred. <laughs> This is a watershed moment for gays everywhere. Um, is Sora been, non-binary, girl? Uh, he, no, I, I mean, I'm sure that you could read it that way. It's just that, like, him and Riku have been uh, gay icons since 2003. Right. Uh, and to have the, fir the first gay character in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> uh, is just huge. I feel like when that football player came out or whatever... Oh uh, and now, uh, you know, that, that, that boy <laughs> swinging that key all over uh, Hyrule Temple, uh, 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 Big Blue, um, uh, uh, Peach's Castle, and he, he's never going to stop. No. I met somebody with Keyblade earrings at the wedding last night. See, that's the kind of LGBT representation we need in the world. It was a gay wedding. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, I'm so happy you have an A24 movie that can be your personality now. Like, we all I need. I know. I, I really don't know when the lampposts are going to stop. I haven't... I, 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 there's, a, there's a screenshot 
from the like very end of Lamb that has not released yet, which is good because it's like a massive spoiler. But I need access to it so that in a couple weeks I can start using it. <laughs> How is it not released? Yet? Well, oh, the movie's not out. Yeah. Well, it it's out, but it like literally just came out Friday, and I don't know. We're just we're 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 all waiting for this screenshot to drop so that I can take my Lamb post to the next level. We are all waiting on bated breath for that. I notice, right? Yeah. But I went to uh, Courtney Rome's housewarming, ran into some other Penn State stand-up slash full ammo types who I didn't even know had moved to the city, Dan oh Hoffman God. and Harry. Uh, what? They live in the East Village now, uh, and I learned that, that yesterday. That's um, wild. But <laughs> that brings me to our incredible guest today, Ew. who we met doing comedy uh, and we love so very much. He is one of the members of the band TV Dinners and Come also on. meat sweats with our very Joe McMahon. Come uh, on. Let's bring him in. Please welcome to the pod, Dan Monk. Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan. thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dan, your uh, your energy is just like popping off the screen this morning. <laughs> it's hard to contain you. Mm. I feel Dan, like I'm, I'm consistent with my energy. I feel like it's usually this <laughs> in the morning, in the in the evening. The frequency is nothing if not consistent. Mm. Dan, how are you this fine morning? I'm good. Had a went to my favorite like coffee shop. Got an oat milk latte. I've been enjoying that. Oh, that's nice. Are you a regular there? Did you walk through the door and they were like, okay, we got to get this oat milk latte ready for him by the time he gets to the register? You know, I'm trying, but they always go, howdy, stranger, every time I walk in the door. Oh. <laughs> and who are you, sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look wow. at you, they take your order down, they look away, and they immediately forget your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's shady shame. Yeah. Wow, you like a latte, though? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Word. I'm like, I never really, I never order a latte. I'm always a coffee beach. Mm. Yeah, I feel like, I think my parents always did it. So I just like associate it with like fancy. So okay, like, yeah. Hoity toity <laughs> monk family. <laughs> and oat milk, that's not good. Mm, it is good. I feel like yeah. I, I've realized oat milk seems, is like the way to go. It just tastes better than coffee. I'm, mm. I'm oat or cashew. Those are my prefs. Ooh. Disgusting. Not disgusting. I'm just kidding. I know, not disgusting. I actually have, I don't know if I've ever had the cashew milk, girl. I want to see uh, that shit dressed. But yeah, no, I'm fully black coffee. Like, I've never actually, I don't even know if I've ever actually had a, what are we talking about? Cappuccinos? I can't remember what you said. Latte, <laughs> I darling. I don't latte. know a latte, right? Like, see, I don't even know the different words. Like, I, I've had espresso and I've had coffee, and those are sort of my like. I like those things. Sounds like me when I worked at a coffee shop, googling what a cappuccino was and how to make it <laughs> when somebody ordered a cappuccino. It's just like different amounts of milk, right? There's not. It's really all like... just different amounts of milk and the fucking americanos, just water. It's like yeah. all a lie. <laughs> I don't understand Americana because, yeah, it's just like regular coffee, but then you just add more hot water. Yeah. So I can I can come to bat for the Americano. Like, mm -hmm. 
so it's espresso with hot water and like as an american i can sort of just like understand the need to have more of something even if it's not gonna get any stronger like it's just like you want i want the caffeine of an espresso but i don't want this like tiny little glass i want like a big cup of it and so like even if it's just water like it that will make me feel better and like more is happening you're not wrong mama placebo yeah. vibes mm -hmm. very placebo trick myself into thinking this is just a regular cup of coffee yeah i did stand an americano i need to try one yeah no I, that's what i would drink with uh when i was like in, in like when i've gone abroad i would get americanos because they don't do regular coffee uh and also the americano is what i got the days when i was working at that bookstore and for a couple of days the water on the block was broken oh yeah <laughs> so they like the, only had cold brew no next door at the thing they could only do espresso because the machines for the coffee machines weren't hooked up to the water but they could do americanos i don't know um Terrible. also espresso drinks look really weird in iced cups because it's literally you get, if you get a nice espresso it's like the ice is like all the way to the top and the espresso is like one quarter yeah. full uh, <laughs> and it's like uh that's i mean i feel like that's what every movie theater that's what every drink place tries to do you're right. like full to the top of ice one centimeter of drink it's just an extreme example of the scam that is purchased beverages it's like i'll take a venti fucking cup full of ice but like just just one shot that's why i am constantly saying light ice light ice light ice light ice light ice when i'm ordering any drink <laughs> um also i mean at lamb i was unable to avoid the scam of purchased beverages like i mean a large fountain soda is seven fifty. wow so, or maybe eight <laughs> i mean with taxes um, but uh, I was able to pay for it with my AMC Stubbs rewards, but you know, those things are not unlimited. I will eventually have to buy my own cups again. Um, but I do and try that to- that is gay in the bad way. <laughs> Truly. I try to make, I try to make the most of it. I, when I go to the movie theater and I buy my $7.50 large cup, uh, which I do do every single time. You bring your souvenir cup, do you bring it back? Is well, it one of those kind of cups? No, but I, um, I tried, sorry, I try to get uh, at least one refill. So I'm sort of getting like <laughs> at least another drink. And that's disgusting because it's literally so much Coke. But Ew, wait, uh, you get a large refill? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would usually to carry out, sort of walk around with it. Um, just to, you know, make my mind feel a little bit better about the crazy actions that I'm taking. That's <laughs> truly really wild, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Out of control, girl. Oh my God, Dan, how is Chicago? It's like, great. Tell us about the Windy City. Um, It's good. Like, fun going out and stuff again. Last night I went to a horror puppet show. That was fun. Oh yeah, you texted me that. What is that? I don't know, it's just like a thing. Like so uh another friend Turner, uh his brother does puppet stuff and he told us about the show that was happening. So we went. It was uh at this like old theater. It was like nineteen twenties decor or something. I don't know, pre fifties decor. And then like uh they just had like a bunch of like 
theater space like it was a theater space full of like small boxes with like someone doing puppetry in the box and then you'd look in through these like little holes in the box so it was like very Ooh, it's very like fun. a deep show almost yeah exactly That's and was funny. each individual box had someone like puppeteering like something spooky inside of it or what yeah so like the first one was like this like like old lady puppet that would like open its mouth and had like teeth and would eat things and stuff it was <laughs> <laughs> It was very fun. It was like, uh, there was one where it was just like a person with a TV on their head walking around and like another person with a big like brain on their head. It was, it was wild. Okay, <laughs> well, I like those. What was mm. the thing that scared you the most at this horror puppet show? Mm, scared me the most. Uh, well, the first one with the old lady, there was like this dude walking around and he would walk up to the like viewing area. I feel like more people should have done that because that was the scariest part. But, uh, like getting really close to the like yeah like just like pop up in front of like mm. where you're like watching the thing through so like word surprising scaring is one of my favorite things to do this time of year mm. i don't you've always to... had a jack skellington a vibe about you joe right i'm a demon you know like i do enjoy a good scare mm-hmm but I really don't get the chance. I should have, There, my friend on the last movie I was working on works at like a haunted house in Pittsburgh nope. that now is located inside of an abandoned mall in an H&M, which is pretty scary. <laughs> that is scary. I think it's funny that it's not just, it, it's not in the mall, like the mall is yeah. a haunted house, but it's you know, <laughs> to the abandoned the mall. They don't get the whole mall. They only got the old age. Yeah. The I whole thing sometimes. is abandoned, but they couldn't. They couldn't. Right. They don't have the bandwidth <laughs> to expand that far. I think they have some people like lurking in the food court, but most of it is in H and M. That would be terrifying. I don't think I would love abandoned mall or. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely put you in the mood to be scared by the time yeah. you get to the H and M. Right. Yeah. A labyrinthine, insanely gargantuan mall that's just nothing. That's scary enough. And talk about the symbolism. Hell, a full mall <laughs> is scary enough, you know? It's like, yeah. is that a lids? Ah. <laughs> so special. Um. So special. <laughs> oh my God. Well, there's a huge crew of Friends of the Pod in Chicago. How is everybody? They're good. Yeah, I'm meeting up with some of them today. Uh, May and John and Jackson. Which is and lives um, with our former producer. This bitch. Oh yeah. You oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although he's he's out of town at the time. He's out of town now. <laughs> Word. But, Cla- a, a, an old uh, classic of Word on the Streets. We're sort of like it's, we want to do an episode, Aaron. I'm not here. <laughs> it's like okay, hey, hey, like, Ron. okay great, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, we like, fine. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Well, well, we'll do it later. Yeah. But but yeah, Chicago's fun. You got. You guys got to come visit more. I know. Joe, you have to visit Sam. With it. I. I'm the it. teacher's pet. Mm-hmm. Sam. Well, I was supposed to go with Sam when he did, but then life sort of had different plans for me. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you guys, my voice feels so much better. Like Dan, you know about my accident. <laughs> yes. I don't need to go into gory details again on the pod, but um. <laughs> Uh, you guys, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga's album Love for Sale has come out, and mm-hmm. I am now a classically trained jazz singer. Mm, nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I'm very much enjoying it, and, like, 
fans are saying that Gaga quit smoking for real, for real, because she has never sounded this good. Wow. It is gorgeous. I love the album. Nice. That's great. I really need to act. I've actually never listened to Cheek to Cheek. Uh, and so I should do that and listen to uh, this as well. Oh, yeah. I love Cheek to Cheek. There's a lot of classics on there. And then this one, Love for Sale, is all Cole Porter songs. Who is? Mm-hmm. Pretty sickening. He wrote the musical Anything Goes. He's he's that. Some true standards then. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, what are you listening to? What's the vibe? Any music in the works? Oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're making stuff. I I've been like just messing around lately too. Uh, we have a whole like setup here. That's fun. But yeah. we have like TV dinner stuff we've like recorded, but it's just like hard to get it mixed. So trying to do everything ourselves and like that's difficult. And there's no like real timeline for it. So <laughs> totally. So you guys do the mixing too? Like, does Aaron do it? Yeah, Aaron does it mostly. We were trying to finish it, so we sent it to someone, but it wasn't like what we wanted. So I don't yeah, know what we just figured out. But mixing fun. is so weird. It is, yeah, because it's like it does. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I tried to do it once on that a song, the song I released, and it was very difficult. Like I was watching YouTube yeah. videos, but it is just like once you get everything made then you have to balance all of it in some sort of virtual space and it is it's a weird process yeah i don't understand it but and then in like the real world there's like professional dudes that have like the ear i know like only they there's like six people in the world that are like really good at it and they mix everything yeah (laughs) <laughs> Gotta get Jack Antonoff on it, apparently. It's Jack Antonoff. <laughs> yeah. For all the pop girls. Yeah, but. he's got the, that genre, and then there's probably five other guys, and they all meet at a summit every year. Yeah. Sort of, <laughs> just, are you good with continuing doing pop? They're sort of like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. We're, we're trying to do like a music video. We filmed uh, our like friends who. I think it's fine. Like, so we have friends who run a company called Transit, and they do a lot of drag videos. But they oh, yeah. are working on a video for us. So that's still in the works. So that's, that's been fun. Did you film it, or and it's like being it's it's in post? We filmed most of it, but we still have to do one more thing. But we have to wait till Aaron gets back. Vibe, uh, always waiting on that bitch. <laughs> but he's so talented and great and good. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's always worth it. It's always it's worth made. it. Exactly. But. Yeah, that, that's, that was fun. We just like filmed it in a park a while ago. <laughs> Loved it. Yo, I, you filmed a music video too recently. I did, I did. Um, Just one scene. I also have more shit to film, but it's like <laughs> so hard to find the time. But friend of the pod, Alex Conti, was like, Joe, my parents' pool is fucking closing on mm-hmm. Monday. So if you want to film this, we have to do it now. And I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. And then she was like, you're coming over and doing it. And I was like, okay. And, and I was, had to wait for her to come back to film more of it. Huh? And I have to wait until she comes back so I can film more of it. Exactly. And she should be landing in 45 minutes. So you'll be able to film soon. I'm gagging. Uh, thank God for the miracle of flight. Thank you, Wright <laughs> Brothers. 
Like what's the uh, that is it for un under wraps? Is it secret? Top secret? What the? Uh... No, it, it is for DCOMs under wraps. It's for uh, uh, yeah. It's uh, my song that I wraps. about under wraps called um, wraps. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the under wraps rap. Come on, that's good. Uh, oh my god, the album is called Wraps. It's a full album inspired by under wraps. <laughs> under wraps raps. Irregardless, the song was for Pisces and oh nice and. Conti's um, parents have a beautiful pool and it was the first location and yeah it was sickening and then I have other ideas so I need to flesh them out and I need to also fix my other computer where all of my music was because it's dying no. <laughs> what was crafty like on the set crafty was honestly sickening um it was <laughs> Fabrice Fabrice was there providing, and there was a plethora of gummy snacks. Nice. Yeah, some of them were weed gummies, you guys. What? It was crazy. And does that help you perform, or just feel like you got you in the artistic mood, or what's up? It really did. I felt like it was my art pop, and everyone on set <laughs> was just helping me see my vision come true. Honestly, Conti's parents were watching me like dance <laughs> around and like half drag in their backyard. <laughs> nice. And it was hilarious. And she was like, ooh, or Mrs. Conti was like, ooh, what song is this? Who wrote this song? And Conti was like, Joe did. It was <laughs> we love Delia. Delia. This is a Delia Stan cast. <laughs> Conti always talks about how her mom is always like, well, if we wanted to be skinny, we would run like Sam. And then she talks about me getting skinnier. I mean, it's true, though. If we all wanted to be healthy, we would run like Sam. <laughs> okay, we don't need to turn this into... Yeah, I mean, Sam is maybe the healthiest person I know. And I like, think... Yeah. Oh, no, I just do want to run more, you guys. My back Same. started randomly hurting. Can we take this off the pod, actually? Same. Um, so, yeah, yeah, no, my back also recently started randomly <laughs> I mean, that's just what's happening. <laughs> Can we talk about how aging is fake as hell? Yeah, it's not real. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm 19! <laughs> I, I hope your backs recover, you guys. My back feels fine. Uh, I was at a music Where'd festival, you go running? and like the, my lower back just was like killing me by the end of it. And I what was, music like, festival did you go to? We talked about music festivals last week on the pod. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I went to Pitchfork Festival. It was fun. Oh shit! Did they uh, re-rate everyone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After they performed, they gave them scores. Uh, little cards. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was a fun time. But. Yeah, I guess. I love it. Who did you see? Uh, I got to see Erica Badu. Which was <gasps> One of the least okay. expected ways to spell a name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was really good. Uh, saw a bunch of other people. There's like local acts and stuff. I would gag good. to see Erica Badu. Wow. Yeah, she was great. But. Yeah. Oh, before we go, I, I just want to, before we, you know, move into the next phase of conversation, just wanted to say Stephen Jackson was also at the party last night. I didn't mean to leave him out earlier, yeah. but talking about musicians <laughs> uh, made me think of him because he always talks about Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that's just another name where you're sort of like, 
I would never expect how to spell that. Sinead. Sinead. Uh, he's constantly talking about her audiobook. He was talking about it when we went to beat uh, Fire Island this summer, and he's still still bringing up <laughs> things about the audiobook. Yeah, no. is that new? Did she just release that book? That was a I think story. so. Yeah, he is a stan of that Irish bitch. He is. What do you guys think about moving into the word on the straits? I quite love it. I think it's a really great idea. Beautiful, Stan. Today we wanted to talk to you about. Space travel, travel or leisure. Or leisure. This just like, what are you going there for? I know, I just thought I would. Girl, just hanging out. Girl, what does William Shatner need to go to space That's for? That's the thing. Like, is he going to space? Yeah. He's strapped in, headed up there. Oh my goodness. Is he going with Jeff or Elon? See, I don't know. But like, it's just like, look, billionaires are illegal and evil no matter what but it's sort of like when it's their money i'm sort of like okay like i get it I, like i mean i don't get it but it's sort of like you're it's your money you're taking yourself to space well you right. there what are you doing <laughs> how are you getting to space well, why I mean, yeah i mean spacex the whole thing is like rich people can just pay to take this fucking rocket to space but it's like girl i don't care about the free market. I do not care how much money you fucking have. There are just there's just shit you shouldn't be allowed to do solely because there are other people living here. You know? Like why are you allowed to use so much jet fuel to fuck up the the planet even further? Like just you. It's it's insanely selfish and like obviously these dudes have no concept of that. How are they no, so yeah. bored that they need to do this? Like right. <laughs> yeah. You run Ridiculous. mega conglomerates. Please, like, go pay your workers or something. Like that's, That doesn't sound fun, though. Space, fun. I guess, but it's like, is space fun? It's kind of like <laughs> the final frontier, the coldest, most dark abyss we know about. Like, I fucking guess it's cool, but, like, until we figure out, like, all of it, can we just nationalize it, bitch? Like, your private ass does not... Your private sector ass does not need to go to space. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No, totally I'm just like, and what is the, re like, you're only going to be up there for seven minutes. And so it's like, if there was some kind of, like, resort on the moon you were headed to, I would get it. it was sort of like, a, <laughs> if there was some sort of Jetsons fantasy at work, uh, I would I would understand. But really, yeah. now, it's just sort yeah. of like, they go up, and then they, you know, the old parable, what goes up must come down, and it comes oh. down, and it's just sort of like, you're not even gonna stay on the moon for like a little bit. Like I don't get, I don't understand what yeah. the. I can't, I can't even put myself in the mindset where I would want to do this. I feel like it's got to be a letdown. Like they, I feel like they're probably all disappointed. Yeah. But then they're like, no, no, it was, it was fun. They was tell good. everyone, yeah. it was the best <laughs> seven minutes of my life. Um, yeah. was not a waste of money. <laughs> it was definitely not for a sure. sleep on the way up. Yeah. And you really, yeah. I mean, like, you only have a certain number of days on God's green earth, and it, this is just a full waste of one entire day. It's just like, that'll be your whole day, and, it, like, you, it's, you're not going to be able to do anything else. You probably have to travel to go, so you, at least the day on yeah. either side of it, and it's just like, come on, what, you could go to lunch. Yeah, and jet lag alone. Maybe just go to brunch, you guys. Yeah, yeah. go on a walk with your wife. <laughs> go to the fucking planetarium or watch a fucking documentary if you want to go to space, bitch. Like, 
Who are you, Kirby? Like, Kirby's very little. When Kirby goes to space, it's just him. Mm -hmm. Also, his star is way faster than a rocket. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it runs on magic and friendship. Yeah. Not yeah. fucking jet propulsion fuel. If you're yeah. a little pink thing, feel free to go to space. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> With this lighting, I mean, you really do look yeah. like Kirby. <laughs> yeah, for the audience, the lighting in, on my end has been very dramatic thus far. Kirby, another one of Steven Jackson's uh, idols. Sessions. We're kind of, <laughs> this is his idea. Kirby and Shayla Connor. That's like the bald thing is really working for Steven Jackson. If Kirby <laughs> ate Sinead O'Connor, what do you think uh, it, his hat would look like? It would be just the buzz. You know, like the Sinead O'Connor <laughs> yeah. freshly shaved buzz. And then Kirby would just go, Nothing compares to you. <laughs> <laughs> What if Kirby ripped up a picture of the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, Kirby coming out strong against the Catholic Church. Oh my god. I think Kirby should host SNL. First Kim, now yeah. Kirby. <laughs> oh my god, T. She could eat Lauren. <laughs> I, you asked if Sora is a non-binary, but Kirby definitely is. Like, I don't yeah. think anybody's ever come down one side or the other on uh kirby's actual gender and i think that's good i, I don't want to mm -hmm. know no non-binary icon curb yeah i'm curbing my gender enthusiasm <laughs> oh my sure. god actually there are a lot of edited photos if you search kirby your enthusiasm and that sort of thing that's good <laughs> i'm just kirby in kirby that sounds yeah I'm glad someone's already got that covered. Oh my god, speaking of, I tweeted about this, but like, I don't even remember where my mindset, oh, I wanted to, because, okay, here's the thing, I was wearing long sleeve shirt and shorts, and I was sort of like, okay, this is like, the best look anybody's ever had, like, that's, okay, that's like the best way to have an outfit, yeah. um, and I was sort of like, oh my god, like, and then I was thinking about number three from Kids Next Door, because in my mind, she was wearing that sort of thing, so I googled her, and she's she, wearing like a sweatshirt. She, she has sweatshirts and like leggings. So like it's fully yeah. um Ariana down. And then I was thinking about her and uh number five. I was like, oh my god, I bet they're like best friends. Just thinking about them. And so I, I haven't seen the show in years that I was just sort of like, <laughs> like it's just like I wanted to like see photos of them and like being friends or just whatever. So I Googled them. It, literally, there's like one screenshot of them from the show, and then like 30 pictures of them inflated like balloons. Ew. Fan art of them just like in inflation. Maybe there's an episode where they're inflated. No, it's like that's a big porn thing. It's Wait. a big porn thing. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like every cartoon character you've ever heard of, there's fan art of them inflated. Like like they are a balloon. Yeah, just like fully a, like a ball. <laughs> like they turned into Kirby Mama. Kinda, yeah. Okay, well speaking of, I just Googled Kirby your enthusiasm so that I could show you guys. <laughs> Pictures, yeah, really good, really good. It's Well, I hate that. Me um, too. It's that just is like, shaming. I, I just like don't <laughs> get it at all. Yeah, and what I don't understand, I'm scared of. <laughs> <laughs> Difference? No. Wait, now I'm now I'm searching it, and 
none of the pictures that I'm talking about are coming up. <laughs> like a fever <laughs> dream of like. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Here's an example. It's Did like draw... this is the exact same thing, but it's like number three with gigantic Squidward legs, like when he ate all the Krabby Patties. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. didn't need to see that. Can we talk about how that yeah. episode of SpongeBob? I just remember I, I was like confused about what, I, but now I remember what Kids Next Door is. I haven't thought about that show in a long time. <laughs> Come on. Number three. Who's your favorite number? <laughs> I don't remember the number. I, I don't remember. I remember watching it. What was it? Yeah. I feel like you're a number four, bitch. Mm. Like you kind of look can. like number four. He's the Australian kid who's like, the fighter mostly and he wears that orange sweatshirt and he has like a bowl cut he's a tough guy you know yeah mm-hmm. nice <laughs> oh, wait this is the picture i initially saw that uh made me worried for what the rest of the google search would be oh no ew um... they're like tied up they've got stuff they've got stuff like uh, connected no. to their mouth i guess the implication is that they're being force fed they're Just super large Oh, this is I who balloon no. bomb on DeviantArt. Hmm. Guys, dox their account. <laughs> we are getting this DeviantArt shut down. Sam, I'm begging you to stop showing us these. <laughs> begging. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And let your guy. Okay, circling back to space, mm. coming around the planet. Sam, <laughs> number five is drawing her own orbit. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Unless there is a Hilton like, you know, space station, I'm not going. So if, the, if there's like a hotel in space. Sam makes a good point. If you're if there's not a destination and you're only going to be up there for what? Like a lounge up there, like yeah. an Astro lounge, like <laughs> See, that's good branding. I think <laughs> that if they had something called that, people it would make more sense. And then I remember seeing this tweet that was like, girl, I work at NASA and it literally takes people working around the clock to keep everyone on the space station alive. So like constant problem solving, constant like, oh my God, fuck, life shouldn't exist in orbit, but we are making it happen. So I'm just like, this is just such an insane waste of resources that it's like totally unjustifiable, mama. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I don't know. If Grimes asked me on her rocket, would I say no? And I've seen Xenon. I get I've it. Seen Xenon. <laughs> they invented iPads, girl. Like, there's good ideas here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I, yeah. I don't know. I've seen Wally. I get it. I get right. It Space crews. <laughs> and I want to be a fat American in one of those chairs. It's kind of and it gets like super inflated, like my yeah. icon number five. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. fucked up. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Mm. Like, if we terraform Mars, would you go? um i would definitely not probably i mean unless like if i mean if the planet were fully and obviously the planet is mid-parish but if it was like final days of earth i would go but like i'm just like even it just like these trips that take like one second it's like i wouldn't be i just don't think that the science is there yet 
to like fully guarantee super long space travel and I would be afraid. And so I'm good on, I'm good here. Like, I don't know, like I've got my apartment set up here. Like, I feel like if I went to Mars, I would have to fully redecorate. Totally. Um, yeah. I and, feel like, like what are people gonna be doing on Mars? Like, yeah, who who like, else there? Who else there? Mics, there's not bars to go to. Right, is Sinead like, there? Like is Kirby there? Yeah, you like, can't go to concerts. Yeah, right. okay. I was talking about how, um, a, a musical artist is like never gonna play in Pittsburgh, and it's like okay, well they're never gonna play on Mars. Like that no. would it's the travel is gonna take so long, and like that, and then they have to come back. I mean it's the same thing with traveling to and from the space station for these people to go blah 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 like up in space for like five yeah. seconds. Uh, it's just like no no band is gonna play up there. Also mm-hmm. like I just I just would hate to be the only person I know there. Like I'd start all over with a new social circle <laughs> on <Wow>. Mars. <laughs> And it's like Marvin the Martian, and he's your only friend. True. Plus, like, mm-hmm. I just feel like most of the people up there would be people who... Like Grimes. Um, they would be Grimes. I was going to say more like they are, like, farm people. And it's like, I love our farmer community. I just I am not <laughs> certain that we that have a lot to... Well, I'm not sure we have a lot to discuss. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I just would... I would worry about having shared interest with the other people on Mars. Word on the streets, official stance on farmers is we stand. Yeah. I mean, we could never do it without them. We could never do any of this without farmers. Pro farmer. We're just not sure if we could hang out with them. You know? Yeah. That's like, like, what are we going to connect with? We're a bunch of city gays. Yeah. I've been standing since the agrarian revolution. I was like, oh, you guys really figured this out. <laughs> oh, you guys are really got the three... The three iconic, you do the corn and the beans and the, okay. They took what hunter-gatherers were doing and really brought it to the next level. They were like, <laughs> why would we hunt and gather when we could raise and sow? Reap what we seen. Okay, well, Gaga was supposed to be the first bitch to perform in space in 2015. And for a myriad of reasons, it did not happen. Wait, she was supposed to go up in 2015? I think, yeah, I think it was like a SpaceX or something or like Virgin Atlantic. No, it was Virgin Atlantic Mobile, like Virgin Intergalactic, whatever. They were going to take her up and like she was going to perform probably, but it didn't happen for some reason. I think it was like right after Art Pop or during Art Pop. I forget. Virgin Mobile was like Art Flop and they (laughs) took away the contract. (laughs) Wow. It was the number one album. It went number one. But at the time, it was critically planned. Uh, and it's it? now having a renaissance. Joe, so we've discussed. Uh, <laughs> what, how and how would you have felt about that had she performed in space? I don't know. It would have been fierce. Like, I feel like she would have worn the right look. Like, I knew, she, like, I trust her to do it right. You know? So if William Shatner performed in space, he'd be like, okay. Well, wow. <laughs> do you think he will? Do you think he'll record an album in space? <laughs> you, never <know. laughs> you never know. Or if he, if he did, if they did like a live table read of an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> okay, that would be sickening. All right. Do you think, do you think they're bringing him up there just to like have him like command the ship? Like, do you think <laughs> the photo op alone will be <laughs> worth billions in NFT? But for real, like my mom would buy that NFT. She's a Trekkie. <laughs> Although I think she's partial to the Patrick Stewart. No, I forget. She's like OG Trekkie, I think. Like, mm. I don't even know who the first Kirk was. It's William Shatner. Ah! 
Okay, then yeah, she would buy it. She's gonna buy it. Deb is buying her first NFT. <laughs> wow. I I don't know, y'all. I mean, maybe it. We did buy the Star Trek glasses from Burger King when they were available, so she might be satiated with those. I don't know. That's such an old picture of him. Maybe she wants something new and something that she alone could own. You know? It could be. But will his vocal cords be fucked up in weightlessness? Mm. See, that's the thing. We haven't really, I feel like I don't know the science on what happens to the human. Like, I know that, like, um, when astronauts go up in space for a long period of time, they have to, like, work their muscles out because they stop using, like, almost any of their actual muscles at all because they're floating around and not walking or using any force on anything. Um, and so I wonder what happens over, like, I mean, more than seven minutes, more like years of being in space. To you, it's like easier to sing initially. You can like hit that high now. I'm going. Because gravity's not. Less on. pressure on your drugs. <laughs> yeah. A jugular. <laughs> oh my God, it could be. Uh, maybe that's why protozoa sounded so good. True. Okay, but how, I mean, where is fake gravity or like artificial gravity? When does that drop? Like, like on the space station, like you yeah. can walk like a normal hoe. Yeah, that's like the one thing missing from I feel like space fantasies. Like, okay, like how can I go into space but still feel like normal? Mm -hmm. Not that I think that that's what I mean. I don't think people want that right now because people want like the reason they're going to space is to be like whoa. Uh, yeah. But, you know, if we're going to be doing spacefaring adventures, IRL, like, we really need to figure yeah. it out. Not sustainable, this whole floating thing. You're absolutely right. And it's like, even the other options aren't sustainable. Like, the thing where you fly up in the plane and they just do zero gravity for a minute, like, they just drop for however long. It's like, all right, that's still just, like, flying a plane for no fucking reason. And then I'm like, use one of the wind tunnels with the fan, Mama. I feel like that is, that is okay. Mm -hmm. so Those things are cool. Where you like, you're like yeah. just floating on a big fan. I've never done it. It does look fun. It does look fun. And not that this is zero gravity, but I feel like something that looks almost as fun is just like a big warehouse where a bunch of different trampolines make up the floor. Like I feel Maybe. like people, I feel like people can get what they want out of going to space by going to one of those for like two hours and running right. around. Bitch, that's literally you being on the moon. <laughs> Welcome to Trampo land or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. Just tucker yourself out and we'll head home. Yeah, put on <laughs> some neon lights. Like, you know, it can be cosmic fucking. You wanna play laser tag? Trampoline, exactly. We'll go bowling and we'll play laser tag. <laughs> it looks like Arrakis. Dune this month. Dune this month. Dan, are you gagging for Dune? Dune? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I will. So I'm excited, but I never read Dune. I feel bad. because It's like a controversial bad. topic on the pod. One of us loves it. One of us hates it. Uh, but I'm excited for the movie. It? I didn't hate it, but it was a really, really boring book. So, you know. See, that's, see these are the two opinions I've heard of Dune, though. It's like either people are like in love with it or it's like it's a lot. Like there's a lot of dense writing apparently. Yeah. I, I mean, know. sure, but it's just, like, a classic for a reason. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I read yeah. it so that I, like, get it, but it didn't inspire me to read more. 
Hmm. I might have to listen to it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll audio book it. The audio book is fabulous, Dan. There's like six voice actors. It's very, it's very good. I feel like, I feel like I could listen to that at work. Yeah, I did. Nice. Oh, it's very, I mean, I'm just ready for Timothee to ride the worm in every sense. <laughs> the worm of fame, the, the worm, worm of, of spice, <laughs> the worm of deke. I mean, mostly spice. Spice. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of things that may or may not be good. <laughs> Come on. Wheel of Time released a scene at Comic-Con um, on Friday. And, you know, it did not inspire confidence in the dolls. The dolls being me and Mike, <laughs> who are big fans of the books. Right. Uh, and it's, like, it's just like the trailer for Wheel of Time looks so good. And then they released this scene at Comic-Con. So obviously it's like four fans and like, sh like it's not like, it's not supposed to be like hype for like the masses or whatever, which honestly they should have released like a good scene, but like truly the acting is whack. Uh, and the only <laughs> things I got out of it were things that uh, it's like internally me thinking about these characters and stuff. I already know about them. Yeah. Nothing about the, actual scene we saw looked good and so i'm like worried uh, <laughs> a month from now am i gonna be like oh i can't believe i talked about wheel of time so much <laughs> oh wait what is wheel, wheel of time that sounds familiar wheel of time is a fantasy series that started in the 90s by robert jordan and finished by brandon sanderson after robert jordan's untimely passing uh and it is the story of rand althor who is a farmer from the two rivers uh and the, a woman named moiraine who is a part of uh an organization of women who can control the one power and channel magic comes to his village and has determined that him or one of his two friends is the reincarnation of luz theron Telemann, a wizard from three thousand years ago uh, and he is destined to save or destroy the world Oh, okay. we, that's that's what I that's what I thought it was. Yeah, that's, that's what you I might have heard. Yeah. I heard. <laughs> right. And I'm eleven of fourteen books in, and I love it. <laughs> Wait, they're making yeah, a show though, right. huh? Yeah, the show's coming out next month, and it looks. I don't know how it's gonna be. <laughs> well, at least with at least with this one, they've got eleven books to work with rather than like four or whatever. They've got fourteen. The books, the series around. are completed. The series is completed, so it's like ready to go. Uh, okay. We yeah. just need it made good. And so, you know, we're, right. we're on the lookout. We're on the lookout. Nice. The dolls are not gagging. The, no, but the That's first hot. trailer they released looks good. The first trailer looks good. The scene they released is sort of like, why is this the scene you showed right. us? Right. <laughs> it's probably all they have shot. <laughs> they started filming season two already. Like, season two is, is like, also going. So, it, I don't know. Something's good about it. Just waiting to see what it is. Wow, Dairy Girls season three is in production. Speaking of, they have started filming. Nicola Coughlin, Mama. Nicola Coughlin. We love Dairy Girls. Yeah, very hype. Very hype. Um, how do we feel about moving into iconic, not iconic? I stand. <laughs> Me too. Okay, Dan. This is the final segment of the show, iconic, not right. iconic, where we will go through three topics. Uh, I've got two, Joe's got one, uh, and we'll count down from three and we'll say whether we think something is iconic or not iconic, and then we'll discuss. First up, we have Gregorian Chance. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. 
I literally oh, name another God. chant. Name another yeah, I mean, chant. Yeah. yeah. But no, Gregory I mean, really did that with the chanting. <laughs> like it's great. I mean, it's amazing. It's like it's the one you think of. It really is. Like my mom stands Gregorian chants, girl. She has some CDs. Like they're good. It's like the monks, bitch. It's like the medieval fucking <laughs> like melodies, and they are a huge choir of men or women or both fucking chanting. Mm -hmm. It's it's mesmerizing. I like them. Yeah, no, they're good. I've never spent a lot of time listening to them, but we did learn about them in my music class in school. And we, during that time, we were listening. And also, my our teacher like put together his own Gregorian chants for one of our tests. Like I remember being at the computer, and it would have like an MP3 we'd have to play, and we'd have to answer a question about it. And it's sort of like, oh, this guy did it. He wait, was it him singing? <laughs> he was singing. He layered. He mixed. Oh, he you know was in studio. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I I remember that now. That that just that's, came to mind. That's, oh, he didn't he didn't like tell. He wasn't like he was like. Oh, so you're just gonna listen to this? Uh, yeah, this pretty. Yeah, yeah, he did not know, warn us. <laughs> and he actually didn't even say, like it wasn't even in the test. It's not like listen to this song by your teacher. But when you listen, you're sort of like, is I know this guy's voice. This is absolutely one? him ten times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was sort of, it's like Andy on the office singing his own ringtone, but it was a Gregorian chant. That is crazy. That's how he reveals to everybody. He's like, oh, and you know, if you like that, I have these CDs at the front of the have class. An album that just came out. I'm a singer, yeah. Like that <laughs> woman in the train station who sang Shallow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What a wild A music test. What a high tech music test. Like, yeah. like the kids have it great now. I'm sure he had Hindenburg downloaded. He could just as easily have played a Gregorian chant. Literally, fine. Yeah, there are so many to choose from. No. But he really went the extra mile. That's yeah. fierce. <laughs> oh my God. We just had to like, we had to sing ABBA and stuff when I was in middle school. <laughs> That's sick. That was a fun time. And I actually think your teacher was trying to turn you gay. <laughs> we, we sang ABBA, we sang. Uh, what else do we sing? Eighteens. Uh, have you heard of the Eighteens? Do you remember them? It's Abateen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sang upside down, bouncing off the bouncing ceiling. on the ceiling. And I just found out that they were like, they were like supposed to be Abba. Like they were created to be a young. Yeah, but then Abba was like, no, and then they're yeah. like, okay, so they're the Eighteens. <laughs> right. But I mean, upside down is a. <laughs> Wait, how do you feel about the new Abba music? Oh, I liked it. I listened to yeah, it. They came out at the beach. It's like, it's so like, um, like victorious. It sounds like a mm -hmm. victory lap. It's like so much. It's like less boppy. It's less like hard dance floor disco, and it's like slow, low and slow. Mm -hmm. That's good. Slow burn. It's it's good. I like them. I would I would see the holograph the holograph show, but I guess it's in like only London. I don't remember. Oh wow! Really. Yeah. It's a hologram, and they can't air it wherever they want. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, isn't it? <laughs> Girl, we could have one at Barclays Center or what? Put like, it on the TV. It's a hologram. The Swedish mm -hmm. girls don't even have to do anything at this point. The show is made. Hatsune Miku is opening. <laughs> and I don't want to get into Pixel Perfect two weeks in a row. So, <laughs> Joe, what's next? 
Next up, we have cornbread. Three, three, two, two one. one. Another iconic. 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 Yeah. Like, what? Seriously, it's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah. It's just like the perfect chili companion, and when you really mm-hmm. get one that's packed full of corn flavor, because like if you get a bad cornbread, it's bad, and it's too mealy and dry, and it doesn't taste of corn, and it's not mm-hmm. moist and good. Mm-hmm. I like a couple corn kernels in there, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, you like a full kernel in it. Yeah, bitch. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't one. specifically say that I prefer a corn kernel, but I'm sort of like, oh, that's right, it is corn. Um, not that this is the same thing, um, but I went to a chicken and waffles restaurant yesterday, and it just it gives me that vibe. Just sort of, like, I love all the kind mm-hmm. of all the sort of southern food like that. Oh yeah, see, so good. There was a in my hometown. There is an ice cream place that had cornbread ice cream. It's pretty good. Holy shit! Whoa. Okay, wait. Do you guys like grits? I've recently discovered that I rediscovered that I love grits because I've been I going do. to the south so frequently. Mm-hmm. And like when I like anytime there's grits on a menu, I'm sort of like, give me that, need it. Oh, it's great. I feel like as a kid, I was like, I don't what I don't understand the hype around grits. It seems like it's just bland. But now it's like. Yeah, all the stuff that I disliked as a kid, like mustard, like pepper, <laughs> like grits. Uh, I feel like a lot of vegetables are like this too, where I'm sort of like, oh wait, no, this is the best stuff. I can't mm-hmm. believe I was missing out on it for so long. I know. Then the little taste buds had to change. They could mm-hmm. not. You had they. You couldn't tell them that they would enjoy this. They had to learn for themselves. Okay. Well, now I'm worried that seven years from now I'm gonna hate grits again. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. imagine yeah, if your taste buds change and you're sort of like. The stuff that used to bring me joy no longer does. When your Saturn returns, you hate grits again. <laughs> I, I'm facing that in a couple weeks. I mean, yeah. months, 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 months. T. Frank Appar- 28. Yeah. Proud of you. The return. I wonder what I'll, I'll, I wonder how I'll change and how I'll stay the same. Well, the only the Adele album will lead us through. The emotional oh, yeah. turmoil that's coming <laughs> yeah. in the coming months, you know. Yeah. Uh, guys, I will also say hot tip. Mm. The Trader Joe's cornbread mix is Liddy.com, period. Okay. <laughs> but I mean it's a hot tip just in how it was phrased. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Buy it, make it, eat it. This is not an ad. Yeah. <laughs> GTK, GTK. Okay, finally, we've got. Flannel sheets. Ooh, three. Three, two, two one. one. Iconic. Not, iconic. I mean, ah. not that I don't like them. I just feel like they aren't really um of the they aren't really in the in the mind's eye, in the culture. People aren't really thinking about them and don't yeah. even really know about them. I feel like people are, I, I've never had them. I feel like people are talking down on them lately. So I don't know. Just, You've never had them? No. Oh my god. On the right winter night, you guys. Yeah. Nothing is as comforting as like a snuggle under a flannel sheet. What about like one of those like heated pads though that you can get? Okay, so you now you're being a billionaire on a stand. Like that <laughs> is like a technology where an old standard will do. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a hot water bottle that looks like an orange rectangle. 
<laughs> you know those. <laughs> okay, I have wanted to try. Uh, you know, in I feel like this happens in Pirates of the Caribbean. All these old movies where like they heat up an iron and put it under the mattress. Yes. That's, that's mm. interesting to me. I would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like just a fire hazard, though. I know. It's like my bed will like catch up in flames. Uh, which is why flannel sheets are here for us. It's like there's no uh, tinder. <laughs> so like it's uh, they it's are the tinder. Fire They're right. like fully polyester. Mm, yeah, I guess there's no sure, ignition. Yeah. There's no ignition. There's no uh, fluid or whatever it's called. Or maybe they're cotton. I don't know. I don't know. They're warm. They're warm. You guys have to try them. Oh my god. Uh, I don't, yeah. Right? I see what you mean that like you know bitches aren't thinking about flannel sheets and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's like Brooklyn in. Oh my god, Jersey knit sheets like t-shirt sheets and it's like all right, you guys. Maybe nothing was wrong with flannel. True. I also feel like it's something that baby people are sort of like, oh, maybe I should get those, but they like nobody actually has them. Right. It's like unless you're a mom with her linen gain on fleek, people don't say mm -hmm. that anymore. But unless you're a mom with your linen game like really together, girl, you're not thinking about flannel sheets. No. It's not unless you're my ass. <laughs> I don't know if I have any right now though. Well. I don't. Um, but yeah. I want them. But I have Bath and Beyond here I come, baby. Yeah. <laughs> On TW. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Everyone deserves them, but it's mm -hmm. not time yet. It's no. not time yet. I don't know. How cold is it in Chi Town, Dan? Oh, I mean today it's like 80. So Whoa. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. it will be cold, but I mean maybe, I don't know. Word. I'm excited yeah. for the cold. Um Dan. Thank you so much for joining us from the central time zone. You're incredible. Mm -hmm. We miss you. I hope to make several yeah. trips out to Chicago. When I was in Chicago, I was like, yes. oh, like I have to come back. Uh, and I hope that all you Chicagoans come out to New York sometime soon. Yeah, I need, I need to visit. Um, before we go, before we wrap up, reminding everybody to go out and get registered to vote. Oh my God, it's scary. <laughs> Uh, 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 go get tested is actually first. Yeah, both are equally important. Um, and third, you know, stream places on SoundCloud. Um, Dan, where can people find you? What can people learn about you? Where are you up to, etc.? Um, find me on Instagram, I guess. I have or, or uh, TV dinners. You can follow TV dinners official uh, on Instagram if you want to listen to that music. Uh, or uh, some solo stuff, I guess. You could look at, I don't yes, know. Dan Monk has solo <laughs> things as well. Everybody stream Dan and TV Dinners. Is there going to be a TV Dinners Teens uh, group sometime soon? <laughs> we're working on developing that with Simon Cowell. Yeah, we're holding, yeah, yeah. We're casting right now. Mm -hmm. It's going to have, yeah, T-Teens, I guess. Turner might just be cast as Turner, so... <laughs> he, can yeah. play, he can play team. He can play team. Turner has determined that he has been plat enough to play team. Wow! Wow! <laughs> really throwing Turner under the bus with that no, one. No, what am I saying? I'm saying he looks so young, and uh, that's not matter. what saying. Yeah, ben just, yeah I'm saying that. Bad example. Bad example. Who's another bitch that's played a team that did well? If did Turner well. was on the CW, people would be like, "That's a toddler." <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd be like, that kid's 14. Does he even have his papers signed to work? Can he even be on set legally? He does have minor labor. Though. He does have what? 
He does have a mustache now. Though. Yeah, that would have to go. LOL. That's like how um, Ben on um, Never Have I Ever, like literally you could see his stubble all across his face in like every single scene. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but for me, I'm at Sam Stanish on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow my other podcast at Bitter Jurors Pod on Instagram and Twitter. This week, we were talking of Survivor Season 41, Episode 3, with Lauren O'Connell from Survivor the Edge of Extinction. Um, so look out for that. That's out. Check it out, you guys. And you can follow me at QueerVoQueen on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow this podcast at Word on the S-T-R-8, number 8-S. On Instagram and Twitter, Dan, you're a legend. You're a music man. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course, love. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.